Hello, everybody. I'm Warren Smith, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of the Ministry Watch Podcast Extra episode. Today, I want to talk about a new study that was released by the Barna Research Group, and uh, that new study talks about giving patterns among younger uh, Christian donors, Gen X, Gen Z, and Millennials, compared to baby boomers and elders. Those would be folks that were born right after the end of World War II up until about 1964. Uh, The study as a whole analyzed giving trends, including both charitable donations and volunteerism, broken down, as I said, by generation. Well, let me jump right in and just tell you what the key findings were. The headline is that younger generations are less generous than older generations, at least when it comes to their money. About 51% of Gen Z gave to charity, including church, in 2021, which was the year that uh, the Barna Group studied. About 64% of baby boomers and 72% of the so-called elders gave to charity that year. That's a big difference, but there is more to the story. Younger folks, Gen Z, Gen X, and millennials are more than twice as likely to volunteer for a nonprofit organization than baby boomers. And therein lies a lesson, and it's a lesson that I think we should pay attention to. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to write this article. And by the way, I will have a link to that article in the show notes. Now, it's important to note that young adults have come of age in an economic environment that older Americans never saw. Millions of baby boomers went to college on the GI loan. Now, I don't want you to get me wrong. I think the GI Bill was a very good thing, but it had the unintended consequence of providing free money to colleges and universities, and that drove up the cost of higher education Uh, dramatically at rates far greater than the rate of inflation. Those additional costs were not paid by the taxpayers of the boomer generation. Rather, mostly they were paid with student loans. Millions of millennials, Gen Xers, and Gen Zers are now paying student loans well into middle age. That's a burden that older generations mostly didn't face. The same dynamics have hit the housing market as well. The median home price in this country is about $415,000 a year. Starter homes can, of course, be found for less. uh, But if you subscribe to the old rules of thumb that you shouldn't pay more than three times your annual income for a home or devote no more than about 25 to 28% of your monthly income to housing costs, that would make it very difficult difficult for a young family making the median U.S. income of about $70,000 a year to buy, make it difficult for them to buy a new home these days. And of course, there are the problems that come with a half century of deficit spending Added to that, the supercharged deficits that were run up during the quantitative easing and COVID relief era. The government's money printing binge of the 
2010s mostly benefited older Americans who saw their stock portfolios, homes explode in value. But younger Americans who had not had the opportunity to accumulate either home equity or stock in many cases were left behind by this asset inflation boom. In other words, it's important to note that the problems younger generations are facing are largely the result of the bad habits of the older generation who are now getting all the credit for being more generous. Uh, rather than repenting and taking some responsibility for the current situation, they choose to berate the younger generation from the comforts of a mostly government-funded retirement. Indeed, the millennial generation in particular has become something of a whipping boy for all manner of social, cultural, and demographic ills, from falling birth rates to video games and pornography viewing to the slow growth of the economy. Millennials have been dubbed the Peter Pan generation for its allergy to adulting. They have been called the generation that experienced failure to launch. In fact, there was even a movie with that very name. Millennials, often defined as those born between 1982 and 1998, depending upon who's doing the defining, have been so maligned that Jonathan Haidt and Greg uh, Lukianoff offered a defense of them in their best-selling book, The Coddling of the American Mind. The authors make plain that millennials are getting a bad rap these days. They say millennials behave the way they do because of well-intentioned but badly mistaken parents and teachers who, armed with the affluence of the late 20th century, no longer had to devote the kind of energy that generations past had to providing the basics of life, food, water, clothing, and shelter. So those coming of age in the 21st century now no longer enjoy those luxuries. That's why I look at such data as those produced by the Barna survey with a bit of a squint. In fact, I've been looking at data like these for a very long time, and I've come to basically two conclusions. First, we should all be more generous. Very few of us are giving at anywhere near the level of the biblical tithe, even Christians. Older generations should not be self-righteous about their level of generosity. And secondly, we should lighten up on young people. They have and should have different priorities than older folk like me. Often surveys such as this one from the Barna Group don't take those differences in responsibilities and priorities fully into account, nor do they take into account that giving priorities, giving capacity, and giving behavior does tend to change over time. Comparing one generation to another generation at a given moment is really not, in other words, a fair comparison. If you are a church or a ministry leader, there is one aspect of the Barna survey, though, that you should take seriously, and that is the capacity for volunteerism among younger generations. Ministry leaders should not be targeting young adults for their money, but for their involvement, for their passion. Give them opportunities to serve. Capture their hearts with the mission of your organization. Now, if we can do that, though it may take a decade or two, their wallets will follow. 
And I want to be clear that getting into their wallets should not be our goal. We should reach out to younger Christians because it's the right thing to do, because it's good for us and good for them, because Jesus served, as Matthew 10, 45 tells us, and we should too. And because if we don't do that, we'll end up getting more of the same, more division, more tribalism, more resentment between the generations. And if that happens, it could be exactly what we deserve. Well, thanks for listening to today's Ministry Watch Extra episode. As I've said already, I'll have a link to uh, the story that I've been referencing here in this episode in the show notes. And I'll also have links to the original Barna study as well. Well, until this Friday, whenever Natasha Cowden and I post our weekly update, may God bless you and hope you have a great week.